it's important. Okay. Uh, I really hope you enjoy the bounty that you've received today. I do. Thank you very much. Vinny decided to share some of his earnings. My hard liquor fund money. From the 12-hour live stream. He bought me uh, some White Claws, which I didn't even know you knew I liked that. Every time I see you, you're... <laughs> I know. Dude, you're like that pig pen kid from Peanuts. Yeah. Who just walks around in a cloud of dust, except you just have White Claw empties fucking falling out of your clothes. <laughs> I'm just kicking them down the street as I walk. So he got me a 12-pack of White Claw and a 12-pack of Miller Lite. And honestly, you should not have done that. You earned it, my friend. But I just want you to know you're a great partner. I love doing a podcast with you. But we have a lot to talk about today, so let's start this fucking show. Let's get it going, buddy. Creepos! Welcome to another fantastic edition live from Stuttering John's green screen living room. It's Vinny. It's Carl. We are here today to make all your creepy dreams come true. What, what an episode. happening? Vinny Paulino. How you doing, buddy? You know, Carl, I'm surprisingly good. Dude, you crushed it on Saturday or uh, the day that will go down in history as 11 hours, 54 minute gate. Motherfucker. You got six minutes to go on your 12-hour live stream. That is not accurate. There is evidence of it. There is, and I don't understand it. So I went off. Hashtag 11 hours, 54 minutes gate. Some people, it showed up on theirs as 11 hours, 58 minutes, and like 54 seconds. Whatever. I'm I'm fucking with you. That was really impressive. You sat in this studio for 12 hours listening to Patrick Michael, Stuttering John, Opie. I don't know how you did it, man. I don't you know, know how, how I did it. The fans, baby. There were more people watching that than who watched this show. That is true. I don't think you need me anymore. No. I should just find find my way out. No, you're Thanks, though. Partner. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Oh, we wouldn't even leave me with producer Chris. I'm worried that I'm becoming the man. Then I'm going to send Chris over this week. I'm taking a <laughs> break. I'm worried that I'm becoming the Maddox of the show. Like people, people love Vinny now. And they're turning on me because you did such a great job. They never liked you anyway. Your, Don't worry about point. it. That's a good point. But with your Wheel of Consequence, you did a phenomenal job, and I salute you, my friend. So we'll talk more about that later. But I got to tell you, the people who hung out with me, thank you. You were a blast. And yeah, uh, cool. thank you for all the hard liquor. I went home after that, Carl. Let me let me fill you all in on what happened after oh, that live stream. Yeah, because after watching 12 hours of Vinny, we want to know more about what happened that day. Yeah, I, I just can't wait. I went to the liquor store. Yeah. Bought a big bottle of Macallan. Okay. 12 year. Nice. Went home and I turned every single sound I could off in my house. Smart. And sat in the dark for about six and a half hours just drinking and trying to get fucking Seamus's voice out of my head. It won't happen. Dude, You'll never get his voice out of your people head. People on the on the uh, on the Reddit, whatever, they said stuff like uh he listened to four hours of Seamus. I would like to make sure you all understand something. That is not accurate. I listened to over eight hours of Seamus. Yeah, it was eight, 14 episodes of Dead Town. Yes, it was, it was a nightmare. But Dead, Dead Town is longer than nine minutes. That's why it's not called 
the nine minute dead down. There's there's definitely some PTSD, uh, but we're moving on. Are you? Uh, wow, that's wildly offensive. I know a woman in the Navy who would be very offended by you saying that you have PTSD from listening to Sheamus. Old COVID toast. <laughs> Old COVID toast. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, good riddance to her. Can we start a war now that she's in there? Can yeah. you and I find a way to make sure that they sink her battleship? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's weapons of mass destruction that are just hiding somewhere in the Middle East. We got to go find them. Well, let's start the show off by talking about the results of last week's episode. Last week, we went to Hollywood and tried to find the creepiest director. Yes. And we certainly did. Oh, Vinny and Jeepers Creepers at 70% of the vote. Wow, I thought I had a good one. You did, but he, but you're... Did not mouth rape anybody on camera. So Tickle Fight Vinny wins again. Victor Salva, another W for old Tickle Fight over here. Wow. And I, I gotta say, my creep was a creep. Yeah, he that was video of Natalie women. Portman. He with, got a 15-year-old pregnant. He put Natalie Portman in a bra in a movie when she was 12. With a little thong. In a little thong. I, I don't understand the vote this week. I, I understand we both had creeps, but only 30% of the vote? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm calling shenanigans on this. There's no shenanigans to be Can called. we change the voting system? Are we going to try it back on our website again? Have we talked about this yet? Uh, yes, we have. We've okay. talked about it with the uh, the fans as well. I talked to our fans on Saturday, and they all said they want it back on the website. So this week, it will be on thecreepoff.com. Okay, so we've figured out a workaround to all the, the bots yeah. and the spammers. No, but we are going to do our goddamn best. Okay. Good. I think that's all we can do. Good, because I feel like people who like my arguments don't use Twitter. That's what I'm discovering through this round. Because I am down, what, four to one now? Yeah. Is this we're a game on game point? point today. This is a game point week? Yeah. Oh, son <laughs> of a bitch. Well, before we get into this week's contest, let's talk about what we picked. In honor of my 12-hour ordeal, we are doing creepiest live streamer that was submitted and chosen by you, the listeners. We'll still do the categories on Twitter every week. So you should follow us at CreepOffPod and uh, you can have a say in what we talk about each week. So we're doing creepiest web streamer this week. I won last week and I'm on game point. So you're and up, I buddy. smell sweet revenge in the air. You probably smell the cockroaches from Suttery John's apartment. <laughs> And catch shit. The fact that he thinks the green screen I know. was the improvement. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's amazing. Yeah. By the way, I can still see the Nicole Byer poster behind yeah, you. Yeah, I made sure it was still in the okay. shot just because. You're not quite pulling it off, but yeah, I like it's the it. creep off. Come on. All right, you ready to get started, buddy? I am. Ring that bell. Let's do it. Carl, let me set the scene for you. Picture a trailer, not just any trailer. An extra shitty trailer in Hartford, Alabama. Okay. Okay. Imagine a 41-year-old woman who looks like two of me with less teeth. Okay. And a tall, scraggly-looking version of you in a trailer together. And that's how I'm going to set the scene, and I'm going to play you a little news clip. Okay. A warning for viewers tonight. This story is not for young, younger audiences. Veteran law enforcement personnel describe it as one of the most heinous acts they've ever investigated. The Alabama State Bureau of Investigation rated the Hartford area residences of 41-year-old Lisa Williamson and her 19-year-old ex-son-in-law, Stephen Anthony Jackson. All right, so a 41-year-old woman with her ex-son-in-law who's 19 years old. That's right. This 19-year-old kid 
has been married and divorced to this woman's daughter. Okay. Because it's his, her ex-son-in-law, obviously. There's a couple different ways that can go, but sure. Sure. Absolutely. It, it, I'm assuming because it's two creeps and a baby in a trailer. I love that movie. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> Tom Selleck? It's a, we're waiting for two creeps and a little lady. <laughs> that might be the name of this episode. Uh, but yeah, there's a little baby, one-year-old baby, uh, who is the daughter of the 19-year-old okay. and the granddaughter to the 41-year-old. Okay. Now- it doesn't sound like they'd be doing like a lot of web streaming. Doesn't seem like this is this is the people you would assume would be streaming anything to the internet, right? Well, especially because they probably have AOL discs that they're using to load the internet <laughs> with. I believe the expression is when there's a will, there's a way. Let's just hear more. According to the Geneva County Sheriff's Office, Williamson live streamed Jackson having sex with his one-year-old daughter on a pornographic site. Holy shit. Yeah, Carl. Grandma held the camera. Well, dad fucked his one-year-old baby on film. Uh, normally, I'm... In a trailer in Alabama. Normally, I'm pro-incest, but I think the age difference here makes it a problem. Even That's young for Bama standards. Yeah, right. Even even people in Alabama are like, you going to let her grow up a little bit? That's crazy. What are you doing? I mean, she looks like she's going to be rap eventually. Oh, gross. Yeah. So, those are my creeps, Carl. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the argument you brought this week. <laughs> that's my live streaming creeps. You're always telling me that I'm too long. I'm too goddamn verbose. I had a couple that fucked a baby in a trailer and live streamed it to a porn site. I'll give you a couple more details, though. Yeah, what was the porn site? I just want to write this down. So they will not say the name of the porn, <laughs> yeah. porn site. So yeah. I assume that it's like dark web kind of shit. Oh, I'm sure. Geneva County Sheriff Tom Helm said Williamson is the one-year-old girl's maternal grandmother. That's the craziest fucking baby fucking video ever made well did they mention how much crystal meth is involved in this i'm guessing a shit ton could be they definitely look like a fucking couple of creeps yeah investigators got a tip from the federal bureau of investigation in another state so i guess the fbi was monitoring these streams and they were like holy fuck somebody call alabama live streaming crimes rarely works out well authorities said that Williamson had filmed her ex-son-in-law i want to know who was super chatting this who's in there giving five bucks <laughs> nick gurr <Yeah. laughs> i think it's a big fan of stuttering john too i've heard of that guy oh, God. <laughs> i gotta isolate that oh please don't uh <laughs> john's so stupid Oh, I hate him so much more now. <laughs> After this week, you don't even understand. I love his it. voice going from Seamus to John Melendez's voice. Eight hours of Seamus to John Melendez's voice is goddamn jarring, Carl. Dude, I'll say it right now, and I'm not joking about this. Seamus is a better podcaster than Stuttering John. Not even close. I agree. I used to think that Stuttering John would at least entertain me with stories of him trying to be in showbiz. Nope. Nope. He's just a sad, bitter old man. With zero charisma. All right. Well, we don't talk about Suttery. What am I doing? I'm he kidding. is a creepy live streamer. <laughs> you, sorry, you mentioned Suttery John's name. I can't stop myself. Uh, anyway, let's talk about these super chats. <laughs> I got $5 here. Jackson, the father, is uh, his bail is $750,000. Mm -hmm. he's, uh, he's probably got that floating around somewhere, I'm sure. He's charged with first degree sodomy, the production of child porn. And the grandmother's charges include sex abuse of a child under the age of 12 and uh, production of child pornography. And would you like to know when this happened? Way under the age of 12. Would you like Way to, under. Would you like to know when this happened? When did this happen, Vinny? May 2020. So this is recently. Yeah. 
This is the problem is with the lockdown. Apple, yeah, the lockdown. The lockdown, man. It makes people, people get nuts. bored. People get bored or they want to stream. They don't know what else to do with themselves. Yeah. So those are my creeps. That's impressive, buddy. Yeah. The creepiest live streamers I think you'll ever find. Grandma and the son-in-law raping the child. Thank right. you. That's terrible. All right. So my creep this week, and I got to be honest, we're not going to have a ton of fun on today's episode. You picked the creepiest live streamer and the shit that I found was all just terrifying. So I have to go with Takashi69. Now, I don't know if you know <laughs> this guy. No, I'm just kidding. That's not really my creep. Are you creep. stupid or dumb? <laughs> it's not really my creep this week. No, my creep is a girl who goes by the name Polo Signs Kira. And that is her name on Facebook and Instagram. In this case, she was on Instagram. She's doing a live stream of herself, a little selfie live stream, talking to the camera, talking to people who are hanging out with her. While something's going on in the room next to her. Your attention, please. Trigger warning has been activated. Sensitive listeners, please report to the nearest safe zone. This is a trigger warning. Uh, her friend is getting raped. Now, you might think that uh, when your friend... Are you playing audio of our actual rape? Yes. You might think... I know, this is not a fun... I typically, I try to bring something fun that we can enjoy. This is not fun today. This is not fun. So this woman is streaming, and you would think that she would maybe alert authorities or bust in and try to stop it. She's actually giggling and laughing. You'll hear this person laughing while this is going on. Now, people familiar with this matter allegedly say that the girl who is getting raped is getting raped by the live streamer's uncle. They're both friends. They go to school together. And apparently the woman did something or the girl did something to this girl that she didn't like. So she invited her over to the house in order to allow her uncle to rape her. And then went on Instagram live and yucked it up with people as it was going on. Here's more audio from that. I ain't even in there. Nigga scared to go in there. Who that is? That's a little. ground, whooping her ass. Shit, no, that's a man up in there handling. No, he ain't whooping her. So the guy on there with her is like, well, it sounds like she's getting her ass kicked. She's like, oh, no. He ain't, he ain't kicking her ass. That's not what's going on there. Oh, cool. And then he asked, so are you going to let this happen? Man, you just going to let your friend get raped like that? Man, I don't... You ain't got nothing to do with that, huh? You gonna let your friend get raped like that, Joe? <laughs> I got nothing to do with that. This is really disturbing. I know we're not having a lot of fun today. Carl. Two, two more clips. This woman is actually taking joy in the fact that her friend is getting raped by her her uncle. She set it up. She's excited about this. Um, this is the woman screaming in the background that explains what's going on. Oh, you hit it? Uh, it's very disturbing. We should probably put a trigger warning on this episode, Vinny. This one, this one's a rough one. But Woo! listen, I'm down four to one. I gotta go for the W here. Last clip I want to play. The police come to their house or their apartment later that day, 
And the mom of this girl, the, the police want to ask her a question. The mom of this girl is laughing at the police. Ma'am, did you see what happened to the show? <laughs> and I apologize, there's some weird noise in the background. This I got this off of YouTube. Everyone has to put shitty music on all the fucking clips they put on YouTube, and it's really annoying. Stop doing that. We don't need you to embellish shit with music. But anyway, here we go. Ma'am, did you see what happened to the show? <laughs> <laughs> that was her mom laughing about it as the police are asking her about it. So this is the creepiest live streamer. This woman allegedly set her friend up to get raped and then live streamed in the room next door and giggled about it while it was going on. And it's, it goes on for a while. It's pretty brutal. Okay. Has anyone been arrested? There have been no arrests in this case. So how do we know this wasn't just like an elaborate setup to get attention? This woman was doxxed and she shut down her Facebook and Instagram account. And she is, uh, I guess, on the lam. I mean, she she totally shut everything down that she was doing. Wow. Yeah. So I didn't think the show was going to be this when we first talked about it. I thought it was going to be a lot more fun than this. But uh, yeah, it's really just escalated. go home. I need a drink. <laughs> it's escalated quickly, hasn't it? By the wow. way, thank, thanks again for buying me these white claws. I wasn't going to drink at 12 on a Monday, but now that I've had to do this this morning for research. I guess we're taking the poll back to the website. So if you want to vote on this week's creep, go to thecreepoff.com. Yep. You want to do some voicemails? Yeah, what did we get? We got a couple voicemails. Sweet. Uh, this one came in the other day. Uh, and this is actually a voicemail regards to one of the episodes we recently just did of WATP together. Hey, Carl. I just listened to the Vince Russo episode. And if Vinny's the heel, you're the Opie. Vinny Winnie, people's champ. Whoa! In your face, Dopey. Holy shit! Those are fighting words. They really are. That guy's looking for a problem. Let's dox that asshole. Here's somebody who's mad at That's me. That's fucked up. I'm the Opie. Hey, Vinny, uh, since you moved the vote to Twitter, you're suppressing the vote. Yes. I don't even have social media at yep. all, so I'm going to need a P.O. box to mail my vote for Carl's Creek this week. Thank you. I've been hearing this more and more since we moved it to Twitter. You are suppressing the vote. No, we are not. We're going back to the website because, again, I'm going to trust the people to deliver a big W for me this week. Not going to happen, So Carl buddy. spins that fucking wheel. Not going to happen. I have one more voicemail from a complete creep. I uh, just got to find it. Here you go. Uh, fuck, that does ring a long time. It's 2.30. Carl, it's Vinny, by the way. Creepos. Vinny P. I fucking did it. I did goddamn 12 hours of fucking awful podcast live stream. Wow. And you all fucking were there with me. I fucking love all of you. It's wasted. I'm drinking. It's fucking 2.30. Wow. And I've been drinking scotch since like 8.30. <laughs> I spent 12 <sighs> fucking excruciating hours listening to whole lot I wrote it down because I'm fucking hammered I won't remember to fucking every episode of Dead Town <laughs> I fucking listened to fucking a full episode of goddamn Stuttering John I listened to fucking Maddox I didn't even know who oh, the fuck right. he was I listened to that Proud about that. holy shit how you people like that show and goddamn it and then I cast it off 
fucking OP radio. I did it. Twelve fucking hours. Because that was the consequence. Carl, Carl. Don't say something you're going to regret. good friend. Okay. But if you ever fucking try to cheat me again. <laughs> I did what I'm cheating. I want you to know I did the consequence. <laughs> I went above and fucking beyond. And you better do the goddamn same thing when I fucking beat you. All right? You fuck around. You fuck around, Carl. 45 seconds or less, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, the fans asked me to leave a voicemail to let them know how my night went, and all I could do was was that really at two thirty in the morning after drinking for four hours straight? No, from eight thirty to two thirty. Oh yeah, my math's off a little bit. Yeah, that's six hours. Yeah, that was six hours of drinking. Wow. Yeah, I just was very. (laughs) I had to wait till I got to the right temperature where I was about to be like, oh, I'm never going to be able to speak. Like I was almost to that point. No shit. Yeah. So that's fun. There you go. Well, I will say that you made the con- you made the most of the consequence. I didn't think anyone would be watching or paying attention, and I saw comments. People thought it was better than our show. Yeah, might be, <laughs> might so be. Funny. But uh, it's folks, so funny. I need you to deliver the W for your pal Vinny this week. All right, that's enough of that. The creep off. That's enough of that. I brought the better the better audio clips this week. Hey, uh, the thing that where you're like, why do people like this show? So you listen to the biggest problem in the universe. Yeah, the episode that didn't have Dick Masterson on it. It sucked. That that's the whole point. That show was great. That show was fantastic because it had Dick Masterson on it. The one that you listened to was the worst episode. Okay, Mattis is garbage. Yeah, fair enough. And I, a, and you Asterios, know what I did get to see for the first time? Asterios was on that episode and he got wasted. Yes, Asterios was so drunk. Um, I got to see uh, Maddie Locks for the first time. Oh yeah, Saturday. people sent you Maddie Locks and, and Banana, Banana Dogs. Dogs. Yeah, <laughs> and so for some reason that guy's a fucking cowboy. I don't know what you're all up to with that show. So uh, you want to do a scum parade? Nobody likes that show. Yeah, let's do. Let's go to the scum parade. I love a parade, Vinny. Ladies and gentlemen, pull up a cup of gumbo because we're starting off in Louisiana today. A Pineville, Louisiana police officer alleged Sunday night that he had been ambushed and shot. Can you believe that? In it's, 2020. It's happening, it's happening all over America, in 2020. Man. You don't want to put on a blue uniform these days. You well, are a target. The community was shocked that something like that would happen in a place like, you know, Pineville. Yeah. Uh, there was even a Crime Stoppers $5,000 reward for information leading to an arrest. Uh, the deputy chief of the Pineville PD, Daryl Basco, said the incident was investigated. And now that they believe that Officer John Golart Jr. filed a false report, it is now under arrest for allegedly shooting himself, then lying about it. He's the Jussie Smollett of police officers. He really fucking is this guy. But he went a little bit further with it. He didn't just hit himself with a Subway sandwich. He actually shot himself. And I'm going to tell you right now, Chief Bosco, this is why Andy only gave Barney one bullet. Okay? Yep. You don't give idiots fucking guns. This guy seems like a lunatic. He shot himself Wait, Bosco. can I just point out, you just made a reference from, what, 60 years ago? Yeah. There's an Andy Griffith reference? Yeah, certainly did. <laughs> How old are you? You're the younger one on this show. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you used to watch that show every Monday night live. 
What the fuck? He shot himself, said Bosco. We're still piecing together additional information as far as the timeline. But through the investigation, it was confirmed that it was self-inflicted and no one shot him. The incident occurred behind a shopping center and he suffered minor injuries and was released from the hospital on Monday. How did he think he was going to get away with this? He was shot with his own gun and then still had his gun. They took my gun, shot me, and they gave me my gun back. No, see, they ambushed me. <laughs> they ambushed me with my own gun. gun. It, it, who, who did it? Did you see them? Uh, it was Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> they were wearing MAGA hats. Yeah, I mean. What the fuck? How did he think he was going to get away with this? I think he's he, a police officer. I he think this guy, a little too much of the Fox News, probably just thought everybody <laughs> was going to believe him. Yeah. It wow. was the Antifa. Wow. It was the Antifa. Oh, but, uh, boy. Yeah, That's he's stupid. under arrest. We You're discovered a it was stupid dumbass. The cops said they discovered it was a false statement, and uh, he was arrested for criminal mischief and malfeasance in office, which is an interesting crime to be charged with. So, uh oh, retard alert! Retard alert, class! And we're heading to Georgia today, kids. We're going to Georgia. Go, we're going to go a little further north. So wait, this is two in a row that aren't Florida. Yeah, I think that's a record. No, most of them aren't Florida. I try to <laughs> keep it to like one. Yes, and Vinny, yes, and no, Carl. I know, <laughs> and I know, but I don't. Yes, and I know, but <laughs> God damn it! In 2015. Georgia man Benjamin Jenkins began using different identities and social media profiles to contact girls between the ages of 13 and 16 in order to persuade them to send suggestive photos. He then sextorted the girls who sent photos to him by threatening to publicly post their pictures online or send the pictures to family and friends if they didn't send him more photos and videos of a sexual nature. He started a countdown clock for girls who did not respond the way he wanted. He's like, I'm going to send this picture of you to your mom. You got 30 minutes to send me a picture. And what were these pictures, Carl, that this guy wanted them to send? Like, he tricked them into, like, he's some young teenager and he's getting the boob shots and the whatever. But those aren't the photos that this fucking guy wanted, were they, Carl? No. The article says, Jenkins ordered girls to pose and show specific body parts and told them what objects to insert in their genitals and anus. Now, who said that? The U.S. Justice Department said that. I know, and I wanted to just be like, we're familiar with cam girls. We know how this works. You have to tell them where to put the objects and which object to put it. Well, Jenkins also forced the girls to send in videos of them drinking their own urine yeah. and licking toilets. He was into some weird shit. He also uh, Louis C.K.'d them. He made them watch him masturbate. Yeah. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Jenkins didn't send explicit photos to girls' parents and friends, so he did follow through and send it to some, on some of these girls. Mm -hmm. um, I can't believe he got caught. It's amazing. Yeah. How many girls were there? Over 150. Over 150 girls. The guy's 25 years old. I feel like I accomplished nothing by the age of 25. This guy... That's a lot of work. You know what they say? When you love what you do, you never work a day that's, in your life, Carl. That's it, man. That's it. Well, in January... I felt federal, bad about myself reading this. He was convicted by a federal grand jury uh, in January, and now he was, let this last Tuesday, sentenced to 40 years in prison to be followed by a lifetime of supervised release. Carl, our last two stories today really fucking flipped me out. Yeah. Yeah, these are, these are brutal. Melvin... So this whole episode should just be entitled Trigger Warning. 
Melvin Martin Jr., 30, decided to take his girlfriend home to meet his parents. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's the headline. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's not. But he was arrested on Tuesday after his family members discovered said girlfriend's body parts in his luggage about a week after he arrived at the, his parents' house. The the article said, it's like the Daily News or whatever that British tabloid is. Uh, yeah, Daily Mail. Daily Mail. The article said he chopped up his girlfriend and put her in a briefcase. And all I was thinking was like, that chick was in good shape. Yeah. That's impressive. You could, you could fit a woman in a briefcase. Well. My wife would pine for that. <laughs> she would pine. I don't know. Police said Martin admitted to killing his 31-year-old girlfriend in Louisville before dismembering her body. And he told investigators he allegedly dumped her torso in a Louisville park and put other body parts, including her lower half. I'm assuming in case he wants to fuck her again later. Yeah. Her skull and organs into his luggage. Yeah, I made a note here. Obviously, this guy's a not a tits guy. He's definitely more of an ass guy. Yeah, but he took her head just too. He took her head. Yeah. He just... Chopped off the whole body. Yeah. He's like, you know, I don't need the arms. I don't need the tits. But he needed the organs for some reason. He brought the organs. Yeah. Really smart. Martin then took the luggage with him and caught a Greyhound bus from Louisville to Chicago, mm-hmm. where he was picked up there by relatives who took him to their home in Markham, which is a little south of Chicago. Now, he was at the house for a week with this luggage. Yes. And one day... He decides to go to the public library. So he leaves the house and goes to the public library. And everybody, someone in his house is like, what the fuck is that smell? Yeah. And they're like, is this coming from his bags? What the fuck did he put in his bag? So they decide to take a peek. And then they fucking find human body parts. Well, they also got suspicious because he always was asking for clothing. He brought all of his luggage yeah. with them. Yeah. And he's like, can you believe it? I don't have a single shirt that matches these pants. Yeah. Could you guys help me out, please? This Guy. He had all this luggage. He needed clothing the whole time. <laughs> he didn't think this through very well. No, he didn't. Just bring one extra bag. This Pay the 50 a- bucks, whatever it is, to bring the extra bag. This could have been an entire episode. I can't fucking believe this guy chops up his girlfriend and carries her around the country with him. Unreal. You gotta have like dry ice or something. You gotta refrigerate that shit. Nope. Just hanging out in a house south of <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> hey, can we turn down the air conditioning? Can it be like 40 in here? Is that is that cool? That so vile. The organs, Carl. We already established this when we talked about Dennis Nielsen a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. The organs are what fucking stink. It all does, but yeah, it's not it's not good. Yeah, no, it really is not. So police said her death resulted from a domestic assault and believe her body was dismembered at least a month ago. Wow. So not only did this guy chop her up and put her in the bags. She been ripe a while. Is there a missing persons report? How does somebody dead for a month and this guy is just roaming around the country? Well, they've identified her, but they have not. Uh, I guess she's not very close. They're looking for next of kin at the moment still. It's almost like the police are bad at their jobs or something. I don't yeah. know. Well, it's hard to tell. Know, we're talking about Louisville here. All right. They've been having some problems down there lately. They might be distracted. A they busy. might have other things going on. It's a good All point. Right. We're talking Louisville, the south side of Chicago. Uh, I'm imagining that the cops. All right. You're making some points. uh, The radar. You're making some points there, Vinny. So he is very much under arrest. Our next creep and final creep of this week's fantastic episode of the show. I think we've had a good, a great time today, Carl. (laughs) It's been a rough one. If you're still with us, God bless you. 
This was submitted by our friend Croge. He emailed me yesterday with the story. Yeah. I threw another equally terrifying, creepy story off of this to talk about these people in New Hampshire. Thanks, Croge. Thank you, Croge. Agreed. A New Hampshire man who found out his wife was having an affair, murdered the lover, and then forced her to decapitate the body. The macabre account was contained in the arrest warrant for Armando Barron and Brittany Barron, 30 and 31, who are charged in the death of 25-year-old Jonathan Amaralt. The wife confessed after wildlife conservation officers came upon her at a campsite where her husband had allegedly ordered her to dispose of Amaralt's remains where they found his headless body. Do you know what her response was to the... Uh, to the wildlife conservation officers. She concerned that she was in a little bit of trouble, She maybe? said, uh, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy, here I am with a dead body without a head. Boy, is my face red. Funny story, though. Yeah. Funny story. Oh, man, you really are sticking up on me at the wrong time. Uh, Couldn't have picked the worst time for me. So here's her statement to the cops. Brittany said that last Saturday night, her husband went through her phone and realized she was romantically involved with Amaral, her coworker, at a medical device you company. You gotta keep your phone locked, people. Don't give out the pen. Keep your phone locked. What are you doing? Armando flew into a rage, beat her, and choked her until she passed out. Later that night, he used her phone to text Amaral and lure him to a park. At the park. Keep the phone locked, people. When you're knocked out, it's hard to keep him out of it, you know? And this is the message cho- for successfully choked out. This is what brought down Tiger Woods, too. You got to keep your phone <laughs> locked. At the park, the husband viciously beat Amaral, the wife said, and then tried to force her to shoot him or crush his throat with her foot. Could you imagine you get uh, a text from your girlfriend? Hey, come meet me. I want to fuck. You're like, all right, sweet. And then you show up there and it's her husband and he murders you. Yeah. That's a bad day. Yeah, you don't say. I, I My dick would go limp pretty fucking quick. When she refused to kill him, he shot Amaral three times. According to the warrant, Baron ordered his wife to drive her lover's body to a campsite where they had been many times. He communicated to her that once the sun came up the next morning, he would forgive her. So I'm it's sure. nice that there was hope for, you know, reconciliation. Yep. Here. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll just forgive and forget. Yeah. I mean, she was probably saying, I'm sorry a lot, even though technically she isn't the one who should be apologizing. This is a whole gaslighting situation, Carl. I agree. This is what gaslighting means. This is exactly what gaslighting is. The next part of the plan was to dig a grave for the rest of the body. Armando planned to drive to Keene and send texts from Amaral's phone to throw off anyone looking for the guy. So he's now using the other guy's phone. Lock your fucking phones, people. How is he getting into everybody's phone? Was he putting on a, a mask and getting the facial recognition? He but just hold it up to the dead guy's <laughs> face. Just hold his face, I open mean, his eyes up. <laughs> that might be true. Uh, That's why they cut the head off. I'm going to need to use this phone the rest of the day. I better bring this with me. So they're at the campsite. He's going to do this plan. But before that, Brittany Barron claims that Armando made her saw off Amaral's head. Oh, sorry. I got ahead of us. Yes. Yes. He did get a little ahead of us. He made her saw off her lover's head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, think about what you did. Think you about think it. Think about it. Think about it long. Could you imagine, like, the the person that you liked better than him? Like, you know, this is, like, someone she's fucking, she has feelings for. Well, he, he's younger than her husband. Yeah. And less I'm, crazy. And clearly I'm guess, less crazy. And I'm guessing less mean. Yeah. So I'm guessing she liked him better. Yeah. 
Police have been alerted by Amaralt's mother that he was missing. So he got a call from the police while they were out there. Amaralt's mother reported him missing, and the police started doing an investigation. Yes. This is weird to me because... Agreed. Very weird to me, too. It's less than 24 hours, it seems like. Right. And he's 25 years old, and his mom reports that he's missing? Does he live with his mommy still? She just might. It's he's weird. always home for dinner. The lights are out. He should be home by now. Maury's never stayed <laughs> out all night ever once in his entire life. Fucking weird. Right. She looked battered as uh, when the cops found her out in the woods. But he leaves her when the cops call because the cops are supposedly looking for Jonathan Amaral and they wanted to talk to this guy. And he's like, I don't know. So he leaves her with the body, like we established, and he said fucking barrier. Yep. And he just leaves her out there. But why? And the fucking forest rangers find her with the corpse. But why did they suspect that she would know where he was? Because they worked together and the co-workers all knew they were having an affair. These people are the worst at adultery ever. Ever. They're getting busted by the husband. Every single co-worker knows about it. She was very bad at hiding it. She couldn't hide that she was fucking him. She couldn't hide the body. She couldn't hide anything. <laughs> She's an open book, that she one. She really is. And here she is, just spilling her guts to the cops. In fact, her lawyer said, when, because uh, there's charges against her, too, like, you know, conspiracy to commit murder. She chopped the head off. She chopped the head off and was trying to bury the body. Yeah. Now, hopefully she gets off for this because her husband is a motherfucker. He yeah. beat the shit out of her. Yeah. And I think she felt compelled to do his bidding after that. Well, you know what? His, her lawyer told the judge already. He said, listen, my client helped solve this case. She told you what happened. Like, leave her fucking alone. Drop the charges on her. Well, I don't know if that's the best argument. Just because you confessed to doing something wrong doesn't mean like, oh, well, thank you so much for your help. It's You'll be on your way now. It's a good bit of lawyering, Carl. <laughs> yeah, great. Ah. Uh, the prosecutor, Scott Chase, said this, that she should stay behind bars. She did cooperate. She cooperated after she was caught, he told the judge, who ordered her to stay locked up. Her husband was also held without bond. Emerald's friends and family, meanwhile, were stunned by his slaying. He was an avid hiker. He graduated from the Rochester Institute of Technology with a biomedical engineering degree in 2018. I think that might be why Crow sent this story to us. It just might be. He might have a connection. Because, you know, Crow's works at a gas station, but in order to get to that gas station... you got to drive by RIT, doesn't he? Had, yeah, he had to drive by RIT They let him near the college kids? For four years, he had to drive by RIT and hang out there. Just think about what he's done. For someone to do something like this is crazy, Fred Daniel Atkinson told the Keen Sentinel. He was such a great guy, and this just doesn't make sense. There's a lot of things here that don't make sense, but holy fuck... They deserve to be in the scum parade. Yeah, wow, that's uh, very impressive. Very yeah. impressive story there, Vinny. We're a true crime podcast, after all. We certainly are. And that was a true crime story, so yeah. good job. Today, not so much a comedy podcast. Right, this is strictly true crime now. Yes, yes, I, we I are the, the true crime category. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's end the show, shall we? We gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is this week's episode of The Creep Off. Episode 30 is in the books. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at CreepOffPod. If you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, tell us what you thought of this fucking vile show. 585-371-8108. And you can email us, thecreepoff at gmail.com. And specifically vote this week. Visit the website. Please only vote once. And when you... <laughs> thecreepoff.com. Pretty please. And we... remember, when you vote once, make it a vote for Vinny. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thecreepoff.com. 
vote for Carl so that we can keep this thing moving All for, right. another, for another week. We're out of here. Remember, it's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Gagia! I went with a different strategy this week, but did you notice that? Yeah. Like, people who actually vote on this show want to hear disgusting true crime stories. So maybe I'll just do that. Yeah, they don't really like it so much when you just bring in, like, Michael Jackson yeah, or R. Kelly. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn and get better. One of the, Your time will come. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Better not be this week, motherfucker. You're going uh, down. It might be.